doing good. She's still in D.C. Oh, she's in D.C.? Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. I am losing my voice for many reasons. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, on uh, Thursday, I did three hours of radio, and then after that, three hours of the Father's State. Friday, three hours of radio. And yesterday, Saturday, we made history. For the first time in American history that I'm aware of, we held the first straight pride parade. And it was amazing. <laughs> it was mind-blowing. Did any of you see that? No, some of it. A little bit. Uh, so welcome. Uh, you can get your questions and answers in and on, uh, by going to our chat line, and I can respond to them. I'll try to make it through this hour and a half, but I really don't have it. It's just I've been drinking a lot of warm water, honey, and all that, but we'll, we'll do it anyway, right? But we had a straight, and good morning to everybody here again. All right, so we had a straight pride parade in Modesta, California yesterday, and Antifa showed up, and a bunch of lesbians. <laughs> the one thing I noticed about the lesbians, lesbians, they're fat. <laughs> they're all, like, really fat. It's kind of sloppy, like, you know. And I noticed that they're worse than women. They're, like, evil. They're really, really mean. Have you, anybody noticed that? Yeah. yeah. You don't want to marry a lesbian. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it was a lot of fun. It was very rowdy, and, and they wanted to be violent with us, but they were not allowed to wear the cover-up on their faces. And a whole bunch of cops showed up, so they were not allowed to get away with being violent. violent. And then the cops stood between us, even though they all came over to our side. And the cops, uh, stood, you know, whenever something about to break out, the cops would get involved. So I really appreciate that. They had a whole bunch of cops there. Um, they were mad because we were celebrating straight pride. And so they don't even want you to acknowledge being straight anymore. It's all about their stuff. And the one thing I noticed is that, uh, you know, the Bible says uh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spirits and principalities and wickedness in high places. You could have seen it out there yesterday. You could be on pot and have seen it. <laughs> I mean, it was some of the weirdest things i ever seen. Men, like, some of them had breasts, but they had hair on their legs. And you could tell it was weird. And then... Uh, I mean, it was just, it was hell. You could really see what hell looked like on earth. And it was absolutely disgusting. But you could see that they couldn't help themselves. They are really children of Satan, and they literally could not help it. Uh, uh, several guys showed up that listened to the radio show and live in those areas around. They showed up, so I really appreciate that. Um, uh, let's see what else. There were supposed to be at least 700 people there, about right, James? Yeah. But the, uh, the children of the live really went after them and intimidated them, calling them uh, white supremacists and racists. And a lot of the people cowered down and were afraid to show up. 
And I can't even imagine being afraid of these people because they literally have no courage at all. They are weak, pathetic people. And they don't have courage, but they can intimidate you, get you to believe that you are a racist or a white supremacist or whatever. They got you. But if you don't have that fear, they have nothing. really don't. And so I want to encourage you to stop being afraid of these people. That's why they have to intimidate you, call you names, and uh, because they're afraid. We, they, uh, the, one that, the guy that put it on, Don, put this thing on, and he had a hard time getting a permit. He finally got to Did they get the permit? Yeah, they finally got to permit. Then they had a hard time getting the insurance because the insurance people were intimidated. And so finally found one guy that would insure them. And then it was hard to find a location. So everything was kind of happening at the last minute. And so we finally met way out in the country at a barn in a cornfield. I felt like I was in Alabama again. <laughs> I was looking for my slave master. <laughs> but it was nice to be out there. The barn was really nice. It had a really, it's a big wide barn and it had it decorated really nice and <clears throat> they served food and really nice. But then the word got out where we were located. So, um, it, uh, one of the people were screaming live and they were not supposed to because they were trying to keep it a secret. I would not have kept it a secret. I would not have hid from the people at all. But they tried to hide and keep it secret. And one of the people at the event was screaming live. This was during the, this, the talk when we were speaking. And so the word got out where we were and the, the police called the owner of the place and told him that Oh, the word is out where they're located. They're on your land. Uh, you better get them out of there or something. And we had to end that abruptly. We had to just end it and and get away. I'm like, why are you running? You know, so if they come, let's be ready for them. And we were so far out in the woods. I'm like, if they come way out here and we were that afraid, we should just hold up our hands and tell them to beat our butts because we were way out there. They weren't coming out there anyway. So we had to end that, and then we went and had the parade and all that in front of Planned Parenthood. But it was amazing. I love a good fight. I really do. I don't, maybe something wrong with me. But it's a spiritual fight, right? And I love a good fight. I really do. I mean, I was on like 90 going north. And you should love a good spiritual fight, too, because God is with you. He really is. And he'll help you. He'll show you how to defeat these people. But I love a good spiritual fight. I think James does too. Because he was all up in their faces, hooping and hollering at them. And no, you. And he did the white power sign or something. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, that's the white power sign you did? Yeah. It's okay, but it's also white power. It's fake news, white power. It's like this? Yeah. Right? Because that makes a W, and then that makes a P. Oh, uh, it's, it's a W and a P, right? Yeah, but it's it's fake news. It's but supposed to be okay, to but they say it's white power. Yeah, he did the white power sign. <laughs> they were calling him white supremacist, and he did this. I'm like, okay, James. <laughs> There's one white boy who's not afraid, and uh, it was mostly lesbians, fat lesbians. 
really just fat. I know, no wonder they are depressed. Lesbians are depressed because they're so fat, eating all that food. But, and then it was lesbians and wheat beta males. You could just look at them and tell they were wheat beta males. They had no life in them. Just wheat. So what now? Yes, they were pitiful. And uh, but we had a really good time, and the cops protected us. It lasted about three hours or so. It was hotter than hell. Anybody ever been to hell? It was hotter than hell, and it was hot. I think I turned black. It was so hot. James' hands were burned, and he'd been yelling about it all night. Coming home on the plane, he was like, "Oh, my hands are burned." But anyway, it was great. So we need to get involved, guys, especially the guys. What I realized is that when guys get involved, we can win the scene. We really can. With all issues, whenever these evil people want to do cause destruction, they get the men out of the way. With abortion, with so-called racism, they destroy the men first, and then they can take over. But when men are involved, it's difficult to take over with families and things like that. But it was fun. It was really a blast. I was hooping and hollering all day. Lesbian! <laughs> and I was like, oh, you a lesbian? I saw a guy, I think he was a guy, I didn't know what it was. I was like, are you a lesbian or a guy? And he got mad. <laughs> I couldn't tell what he was, really. It looked like a monster. But, but it was fun. And so thank you all for showing up, those who showed up. Um, what else? Any questions, anything, you guys? This is a fellowship, so anything on your mind. I do have some questions, but I want you to get in there first. Right here first. And then here. And then here. Hey, Jesse. My question is, can you uh, clarify what was the answer to the biblical question from last week? What's the difference between a Christian and a non-Christian? Oh, okay. Good question. I didn't answer that last week, huh? Mm. A Christian has love and a non-Christian don't. And uh, the point I wanted to make with that is that there are a lot of uh, men and women who call themselves Christian, but they don't have love. But in their mind, they think that they're Christian, and they're really not. And for some reason, they want to examine it to say, well, Christ came to bring peace. He said, because of him, we should have peace, right? And that we should have love because God is love and we should represent him. But the Christians won't even ask themselves, well, if I, I know the Bible, I, uh, but I don't have peace. I have anger. And so I wanted to put that out there because once you're truly, truly, truly born again, you will have perfect peace. You really will. And it's amazing to have peace. And I know what it is to be a Christian and don't, a so-called Christian and don't have peace. And I know what it is to have it. Because prior to 30 years ago, I called myself a Christian, but I was unhappy. I had no peace. I couldn't speak up. I tried to make my own life work. And I did everything that the children of the lie do. And so that's why I brought that up. If you have perfect peace, then you are a son or daughter of God. If you don't, you're deceived. And then once you have it, you start overcoming challenges in a perfect way because he will show you how to overcome instead of the, the things overtaking you. 
Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Do, are you a Christian? I Take the so. mic for me. I, I think so. You think so? Yeah. That means no then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think so? Um, I think I'm becoming a Christian, maybe. And, and why do you it, think you're becoming like one? Because I feel like I'm waking up and getting more peace, and like I'm seeing uh, that I've come from anger and had anger, yeah, and it's going away. Yeah. So I think that's happening. Good man. Yeah. Most people are not convinced and I, that you can live a life free of anger. It's amazing to me. This this lesbian was quoted in the Bible yesterday, and she was a lesbian. And, and I was on her about it, talking to her about it, and she would give me all these verses and chapters to look at. Well, what about this and what about that? And she like, well, no one is perfect. She was talking just like the Christians, so I asked her if she, and you'll see it. I think that's on our Periscope. Periscope. And she was saying exactly what the Christians say. and had the same excuses and could quote Bible until the cows come home. And it's not about quoting the Bible. It's about living it. It's about being guided by what is right. And it really is an amazing way to live. So just be patient. Do this, are you doing a silent prayer? Yeah. Are you speaking up and not hated? Yeah. Are you, you get angry sometimes? Sir? I don't get angry. Actually, I'm noticing that um, I've been going through little things where things will come up that, like, used to would have made me angry. Right. But Absolutely. now I, I still, something happens where I get kind of charged up, but it seems funny. It almost seems like it's, I, I get, I don't get angry, but I still get, uh, I don't know what the word is. It's um, fired up. <laughs> I get like. What does it feel like to be fired up? Um, it's sort of like. A lot of like kind of uh, I feel a sense of intensity, a kind of urgent excitement. Right. I get excited. Maybe that's what it is. I start so to feel I want to warn you when you wake up, like you wake up like a baby, a newborn baby, right? It's first born. Uh-huh. You got to stay just still able to kind of tempt you and make you, you get into a thought and you feel, yeah, angry or whatever. Okay. Don't don't get at any life at all. Just notice it and don't let him convince you that. It's not working, and it makes you doubt yourself. Just notice it. We are supposed to become the observer. Right. We wait at the gate for Christ to come so we can recognize him, right? So you just be the observer. Just observe that, but don't call it good or bad. Don't let him make you freak out. And it, eventually, that stops happening as well. Okay. You, you'll grow from that. I've been noticing that they kind of come and go. Like, it, it comes yeah. as a wave, and I experience it, and then... Yeah. Real soon, I'm looking back at it like, whoa, that was weird. And I can kind of see it for what it was in a way. That's like, right. I don't know exactly how to interpret it, but I saw that it was something that came my way. It wasn't really me. And, and if you and, watch it, life is still happening, even though you may be in your head for a minute. Everything around you is still fine. You know, you're still at work. You're still doing your thing. But yeah. he wants you to doubt. Yeah. He wants you to think that life is not happening. And, and all, really all of that stuff is getting better and better, too. Right on. And easier. Well, be patient, man. Yeah. You'll look around and Satan's voice will be way out here and you can see it coming and re- resist it. Right. But just be patient. Yeah. You want to become a living being. Right. All right. I feel like I'm getting like, uh, can it happen this way? I, I, I get little, little times, like a, a brief little moment 
where I feel that way. I, I think that I'm yes. I'm getting like taste of it. It's happening, yeah. And the more I get that, the more I want it even more. And it's, it's less right. of a chore to seek and after just, it. I'm just like, oh, that's what I want to be. That's right. And just realize of yourself, you can do nothing. You can't make this happen. He is working on your behalf within you, right? And he is renewing your mind. Yeah. And eventually you will not even have the same old mindset at all. You won't have a, your mama's mind. You will have God's mind, which should have been of your father. Right. It, it's being renewed without even realizing it. So just be patient. No big deal. I swear, it has been happening like this for me since the day that I forgave my mom yeah. and my dad. Just like you said. You must it's, be born again. It's unbelievable. I noticed the Christians say that you must be born again, but they never tell you what born again is. Except go down to the church, confess Jesus, Lord and Savior, and, and you shall be born again. And you feel good for a minute, and you, after a while you're right back in the same old hole that you, before you were born again. You're not supposed to ever go back, because once you're born again, you can't go back. But salvation is about overcoming mama and returning to the father. That's why God said he will return the children to the fathers and the fathers to the children, and he will renew your mind. Because of that trauma that came from your mother when you were little, uh, you, de- you became like her, meaning that you developed her mindset and her emotions. You no longer yourself. That's for men and women. So you must be born again from that and come back to the logical mind, which is uh, should have been of your earthly father, and it would have been of God yeah. if you had never been taken away from that. Right. And so when you get married and have kids, uh, they won't be skinheads, right? They would be. <laughs> <laughs> they would be of logical mind because you are now becoming of a logical mind, and they can see the father in you, mm-hmm. and that would keep them on track. Yeah. Yeah. So the next generation would start out right. right. Cool. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. All right. Anything else? Uh, just. I've been listening to the show, but I don't remember what's the biblical question this week. This past week? Yeah, for this week. Uh, It was, um, what does God think of you? Oh, yeah. What does God think of you? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, Don't guess anything. That's a good question. Okay. I'll come back to you. Okay, cool. Let's see and give you some lies, (laughs) and I'll come back. (laughs) Okay. Uh, where they? Who, who was it? It was here. Oh, it was here. But I thought it was a third person over here. So over oh, you, okay, and then you, and then here and everybody. Okay. Uh, here first. Um, <clears throat> I want to like piggyback off what he was saying. Uh, is it is it possible to love God and not be a Christian? Because I feel the same way as he's feeling. I'm slowly waking up. I'm getting more peace. I didn't have anger, but I had a, a bitterness towards the world because of what previous Anger people, is bitterness. Yeah, that's true. I used to have, I used to judge everyone because of what people have done to me. And I was, oh, this person's stupid, right. this person, you know. One thing I noticed about perfect love, it's impossible mm-hmm. to judge anyone. Yeah. It's to, as a matter of fact, you don't even think of doing it. When I was talking to the lesbians, I'm like, why are y'all so fat? I asked them. I didn't judge them. I didn't know they were fat. I'm like, why are you all so fat? I told Jane, well, maybe not Jane, but somebody. Look at that fat lesbian. 
she was coming toward me. <laughs> and she was like fat from head to toe. And she had a loud mouth. I said, look at that fat lesbian coming. <laughs> but I didn't hate her for being a lesbian. I understood why she was a lesbian, right? And so once you have perfect love, you would never have bitterness or yeah. anger toward anyone, not even your enemy. Yeah, and even when I when I speak up to people, there's I don't feel like there's any anger behind my words. Right. It's just telling them. So like in your mind, what is a Christian? To me, a Christian is a Bible thumper, you know, oh. who can spit verses left and right. But I don't have any plans on reading the Bible. It does because it's been changed throughout time so much. You can't really. But there's nothing wrong with picking up, reading something, but don't like. Look for things to read. Just pick it up, read it. We open it up. What you need is right there, right? Yeah. Just read it and put it down. It's not like you're not supposed to read it. It's just you're not supposed to study it because it, it messes with your intellect. It's like a guideline, more or less. Yeah. So you read it, and Satan will try to interpret it for you. But whatever he says, just let it pass. Okay. There's nothing wrong with reading the Bible. But do you have to read the Bible? No, have to. But there's nothing wrong with it. Okay. And so you think that a Christian is a Bible thumper? Yeah, because growing up, my parents, or my dad mostly, he would, he would call people that are religious or that they were crazy, like, like, how do I explain it? He would just say, like, he would be, he would think that they're hypocrites. Like, look at these people who are all going to church, but they're all messed up. And he would say this a lot, the same things that you did. So growing up, I wasn't interested in it. But a Christian would never judge the hypocrites. Yeah, my, my you know, dad They would see that they're that way, but they wouldn't hold it against them because they know why it was going on. Yeah, my dad wasn't Christian. He was just... Oh, he wasn't? No, he was just oh, Okay. What is a Christian? What is a Christian? Uh-huh. Um, is this your first time? Yeah, it's my first time here. What's your name? Megan. Megan, yeah, welcome. thank you. Amazing. It's amazing to be here. Are you a beta girl or an alpha girl? I'm an alpha girl. Alpha girl. Yes. <laughs> well, welcome. Thank you. So what is a Christian? Um, I like what you've said before. I think a Christian is someone who doesn't have anger and doesn't judge anybody because they have the understanding themselves that they too have sinned That's right. and have fallen short. We all have sinned. Some overcome, some don't. But you're right. right. And so, uh, uh, so, so do you agree with that or not, yeah. Mr. Baba Thumper? It makes sense. But she's right about that. And just to add, a Christian only means Someone who act, is acting Christ-like, oh. you know, not holding grudges, speaking up, but and have perfect love. Yeah. It just means Christ-like. But and I'm I am. It's an honor to be a Christian. It's a gift from God to be a Christian. It really is. I am glad to be a Christian. Christianity is the best religion on this side of heaven. Because it's the only religion that I'm aware of that says you have to look at yourself and admit that you're wrong before you can be born again. I don't know any other religion that does that. If it's out there, I'm not aware of it. Better than Islam? Better than Islam? Yeah. Oh, like, Absolutely. All right, does that make sense? Yeah, Maggie, do you have any questions or anything for me? Um, I have a question. Um, I have forgiven my mom. Um, my dad, though, however, he doesn't want a relationship with me and never has. How do I get through that? Where? Yeah. How do you know he doesn't want one? We've tried, and I've we, called him, and he's who? kind of uh, my mom, and then some of my family members, and then I've personally called him, 
and he was kind of awful on the phone. And I get it. I'm not in judgment of it. He yeah. had me out of wedlock and then got oh. into a marriage. And so I get that it interferes in his life. Yes. But um, I still exist. So That's right. And you, you, you long for your father, too. Exactly. Um, are you able to meet with him one-on-one by yourself? He refuses. He refuses? Yeah. Did he talk to you on the phone? Um, I tried, and he was kind of awful. What did you say to him when you talked to him on the phone? I said, you know, hey, it's your daughter, and I know that you have your own life, and I just want to see if I could have an hour of your time just to meet you face-to-face and kind of just know who I am in a sense. And he's like, you know, there was no love affair between your mother and I. You were a mistake. And I was like, wow. He told you that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, forgive him. Okay. Just realize he cannot help himself. Right. All right? And when you forgive him, knowing that he's wrong for when he, the way he's acting, but he can't help it, then God will forgive you, and that void that you have will be fulfilled by him. It will be as though you have a father. Gotcha. It will be as though you never not had one. Right. All right? So you got to forgive him. I have. Uh, I just want to know if there was any more that I needed to do. No, no. the next time you talk to him, yeah. just say, hey, I'm, you know, just let me know I yeah. at one time resented you. Because you were not there for me, and I didn't understand why. I understand now, yeah. and I'm sorry for holding that against you. Okay. Don't argue with him or anything. Okay. Just forgive him. Fair enough. And then it will all be fine. Okay. Are you doing the silent prayer? I am. Oh, good. Yeah. And so you still live with your mother on your own? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. No, I live on my own. Are you dating? No. Oh, good. What happened? How old are you? I'm 33. You're 33? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You don't look 33, well, much you. younger. Thank you. And so you're not dating or anything? No. And why not? I'm not trying to, like, look for it. I'm, I'm just anticipating. I don't think a lot of people think the way I do. Right. And then um, I find a lot of beta men <laughs> beta <laughs> out in the world. Yes. And so I'm looking for someone that has the same sort of understanding. I want to submit to a man. I want to have that sort of proper lifestyle. Right. But you just want someone that you can actually respect. That's right. To do it. Well, don't look. Yeah. Just seek first the kingdom of God. Yeah. You know, pay attention to yourself. Go to work. Buy yourself a house. Yes. Do what you need to be doing in life. And if it's meant for you to have one, God will add one unto you. Okay. And you guys will be together until death do your part. Amen. But if you look, <laughs> you're going to end up with a beta male. For sure. We are not supposed to see anything but God. Yeah. And, he, and once he become our father, he loves us, and he will add unto you. Whatever your heart desire is. He will add that unto you, and it would be perfect. So don't look for one. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so how old are you? 33. That's amazing. Thank you. Are you black? No. <laughs> Where are you? No. I'm Irish and Spanish. Really? Yeah. You're so pretty. Oh, thank you. Is he pretty? <laughs> all, the, all the beta going to be on you after church. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be waiting in line out of your life. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you're very pretty. Thank you. Amazing. But you look 20-something rather than 30-something. I'll take something. that. <laughs> right on. Are you doing my silent prayer? I am. Well, stay with it. Yes. Even if you get up one morning walking on water, because what's happening is he's causing you to see that you're not your thoughts. Right. You, uh, it, this thing made a home of you, and it's not you. Right. It sounds like you, but it's not you. It's Satan imitating you. I agree. So stay with the prayer. Yeah. You don't have to use my video no, all I like the time. No, yours. yours is good. Yeah. yeah. But after a while, you will be able to do it on your own. And then after a while, you'll be more conscious, and it's going to be amazing. Okay. But speak up and don't resent. Yeah. I just want to thank you. Your video changed, like just hearing it, it changed my life. So right I appreciate on. you. 
And uh, as I've said to people, it's not, as you know, it's yeah, not me. It's really God is drawing the men and women back to him right. that he wants. Because those lesbians up there and, <laughs> and those beta male, they yeah. their daddy. Yeah. And so he's drawing the men and women unto him, and he allows you to see. And once he wakes you up like that, you can't go back to sleep. Yeah. It's so amazing. Good. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right. Can I ask you one question? Absolutely. Can you say Satan is your stepdaddy? <laughs> Satan is your stepdaddy. <laughs> I love when you say that. <laughs> thank you so much. Amazing. I was talking to a young man yesterday, and uh, he said that uh, he's 20-something years old, and his mother is married to another guy, his stepfather, and something's wrong with the stepfather now. He want to move out. But the mother is making him feel guilty about moving out. Oh, you need to help me with him and stuff like that. I'm like, give her the finger and get out of there. <laughs> Run. Don't walk. That's not your responsibility. You're not your mother's husband. And there are ways that she can help take care of this man. I mean, the government help older people anyway. And I, I told him, if you don't get out now, you'll be 60 years old living with mama. So, uh, and... And it's not good to have a step-parent anyway because kids don't like it. It doesn't work out. But hopefully he'll get out of there. Step-parents are not good. Don't ever have a step-parent. And don't marry someone else's husband. And don't marry a man who always have, have children. Right? Nothing but trouble. All right? So do you understand? Anything else? Yep, that's it. Okay. Do you understand about the Christian thing now? And don't judge, even the Christians who say they're Christians... Don't judge them. You know, don't hold it against them. They go about what they've been taught yeah. and all that they know. So, and all of us, most of us have been through that already. Yeah. So you can't hold it against them. Yeah. I have another question. Um, do you, what do you think about cryptozoology? Who? <laughs> it's like, um, it's, this is a you dumb. You know what that is, Joel? No. This is a dumb no one. Idea. This is just for giggles. Oh. Um, it's like the study of like Bigfoot and like Loch Ness and. Chupacabra. Yeah. You believe the earth is flat? You always ask me this. <laughs> because you come up with this stuff. <laughs> um, if you believe the earth is flat, and I'm telling you. It's a possibility. <clears throat> <laughs> no wonder you, you believe in crypto dollar. <laughs> um, you know, it's, I haven't seen the earth for myself, so I really don't know. James, you looked down at an airplane yesterday at the earth. Did it look flat? It looked either way to me. A little flat and round? Yeah. It mainly, I think of it as being round, but it looks both because you can't see the, too far. You can't see far enough across to tell if it's curved or not. Uh, James is in a different seat across the aisle from me, <clears throat> and I saw him taking pictures out the window, and I'm thinking, I wonder if he thinks the earth is flat. <laughs> He's trying to prove it, you know? So, uh, but no, I never heard of that. Yeah. Red, did I see your hair? Okay. Oh, right here and then Reggie. Good morning, everyone. Morning. Um, well, I had one question. I spent by by couple after couple people testimony, but um, just I want to let you know that um, I suspect I came and I faced my father. We had a little conversation. I forgave him. Yes. Actually, it's kind of worked out good, positive in my life. Like things start to change. And, like, the one thing which I kind of, like, was surprised, I was not expecting that, like, 
my father has uh, like that much love for me. Yeah. Um, I was like really surprised. Even at so this moment, I'm surprised. How old are you? <clears throat> uh, 26 now. So at 26, you were surprised that your father loved you? Yes, right on. And why? Uh, I don't know. It's just kind of the way I grew up. It's, uh, well, like, majority, like, my mom raised me. And my father, he didn't leave us. He, like, he was there. Yeah. But it just, like, spiritually, he wasn't there. Right. And. Oh, so your, your father's in the home. Yeah. And you're, but you were closer to your mother? Yeah. And what was it like thinking that your father didn't love you? Probably thinking, like, maybe there is something wrong with me or something like that. I don't, um, it's just it's probably, like, the longing and the question, like, why? You know, like, I understand I've been, like, a young and child. Like, I don't really try to kind of intellectually wrap it up and just... Like, I see something like, okay, maybe like, there is a reason in me or something. You right. know what I mean? Uh, and so now you know that he really loves you. Yeah, after I went to him. Yes. And I just realized with the uh, help of your show that, you know, that's probably never been him. That, like, just the dynamics of between my mother and my father when Absolutely. I grew up. And yeah. Fathers love their children. They really do. Yeah, I, I mean, it's really interesting how I discovered it. And he, he didn't charge me or tell me anything. He just said, like, you know, like, like I really love you. And, like, sometimes things can go wrong. Yeah. But I do love you. And I'm like, wow, I didn't, well, probably didn't expect that. But it was, like, very authentic. How and old are you now? 26. 26, okay. Amazing, man. It is after like 26 years old. That's yeah. What was happening now, like as we're progressing, it was like we get together sometimes and like we talk more. Like, yes. Um, and but I realized that time to time, like I say, like have thoughts. I would say like maybe it's hard for my heart to kind of fully get convinced to that. That, like, my to father get used loves to me. your father loving you? Yeah. I mean, you're talking to you and being with him? It's hard to become accustomed to that? It's probably, it's hard, yeah, to be accustomed. It's, like, hard to fully, it's like, let's say, sometimes, like, today I woke up and I thought, like, and, like, this is the reality I see right now. He, yes. he loves me. Yes. But, like, the memories come in, like, when, uh, like, let's say he did certain things and, which I resent him for. Yes. And I'm like, okay, but this happened and that happened and that happened. That's Satan. Is this is true or that is like, you yeah, know what I mean? That, when those memories come like that, just let them pass. It's not God reminding you. You're not reminding yourself. Satan is tempting you. He's trying to get you to hate your father again. Because whatever happened in, in the past doesn't exist anymore. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It doesn't even, it's nowhere to be found, so he's trying to make you remember that so you can not love your father. Right. Like, just yeah. let it pass. Okay, okay. It's not a big deal at all. Just let it pass. Bring all thoughts into captivity. Let it pass. 
Because all you have is the moment you have with your father now. Mm -hmm. That makes sense? <clears throat> it's kind of does something like Is it hard to resist that? I would say it's not like... I'm probably thinking like, okay, still thinking like what is, like, what I should stick with, like what should I believe, like is this real or not? And um, Just getting back, like if I reflect on, I mean, I understand that I could see something and like, uh, like interpret falsely, like do my like opinion, but it could be wrong, you know? Like yeah. I saw something and like, I wouldn't, don't look back at that stuff at all. Because all you have is the present. You're in the present with God, right? And so everything that has happened doesn't exist anymore. Tomorrow doesn't exist. So whatever happened with you and your father right now is all that is. That's the real reality. Everything else is an illusion. Mm. Okay, like, like that. Even all if right. your father threw you out of the window, <laughs> and then he threw you into the blue trash can, and he left you there overnight, and then he came back and got you out, but now he loves you. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive him. Don't hold wow. him against him. Really. Because in that fallen state, Satan is your daddy. You'd be surprised what you do. I mean, you do some weird stuff. But once you overcome that, it doesn't exist anymore. And eventually you will forget it. Satan won't be able to use it against you. Uh, forgiveness is to forget. Okay. It's like you've been talking about the Christianity right now so, as a gentleman first. Yeah. Started to, it's like Christianity, to, to help, to love is to forget. That's what forgiveness is about, forgetting. All right? So don't worry about it. Just live now. You'll be fine. Okay. But resist the devil. So this, like, this is what is happening now is the truth. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Well... That's yeah. That's 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 the answer. I think. All right. <clears throat> so if you beat your wife last night, that doesn't mean you go to beat her tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, she should believe me. <laughs> Hypothetically. No, I'm messing with you. But no, just don't worry about that. You and your father back together now. Forgive him for the, in the fallen state, and you'll be fine. And you're going to become the the father, and he'll become the son. Because you're going to be an example of what he should become. Mm. And he love you, you love him, you're going to help your father overcome. Okay. All right? Just he couldn't help it back then. He just did what he did. Right. I did what I did. That's right. And now it's different. That's right. All okay. old things have passed away, all things are new. All right? Yeah, right on. Okay. It's good. Okay. It's good. Yes, Reggie, and then here. Oh, did I see a hand over there somewhere? Oh, there and then here. Yes. Um, so you say bring all thoughts into captivity? Yes. Um, can you say the whole verse? Like what that whole verse said? Because. No. So in that verse, it says that thoughts, not every thought, but thoughts that exalted itself against uh, the law of the Lord. We must bring those thoughts into captivity and to the obedience of Christ. Right. But how come you, you constantly say that, oh, that means all thoughts are lies and every thought are lies? Uh, Even believe, though it says those thoughts, 
that those thoughts that exalted itself against God. Are there thoughts that, those, that are there thoughts that does not exalt itself against God? Yeah, like but not what, all thoughts. It, like what thought doesn't exalt itself against God? Can you give me an example? Yeah, uh, Christ is Lord and Savior. Uh, the Ten Commandments to live by them. Your thought keep telling you that. Yes, but I wouldn't pay attention to that. But it's the truth. It's not the truth. Yes, it is. It's follow, 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 that, follow, follow the Ten Commandments. It's telling you that because and you don't read, break the laws of the Lord. How's that not that, the truth, Jesse? That makes no sense. It's telling you that because <clears throat> it's telling you that because you read the Bible and now He's repeating that to you. And then he sing. is you, you reminding just, you of it. You just asked But me. if you pay attention to that, you would never be able to live it. You just asked me what thoughts are true. So right. first thought that popped but up was that. those are not that. true either. Yes, it they is. Follow, follow that, the laws of the Lord, follow are, the Ten Commandments, and don't break them. That's the true thought. true in that Satan is quoting the Bible to you. No. But you would never be able to live it from Satan reminding you of it. I, I am living. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. You, you can keep saying whatever you want, but you're... No. Again, it says bring if it to you, the obedience of Christ. If you believe in Savior, one thought right? and live it by them, or any thoughts, then you're not following a, a, a revelation of God. Yes, I am. No. Now, we we're it. supposed to, you can't divide, to divide the truth and the lies, okay. of course. All right. But. Let me just say, I got to move on. If that's working for you, do it. Don't, don't get away from it. If it's working for you, hold on to it. All right. Yes, sir. Uh, oh, in the back first and then here. If it's working for you, I'm not here to convince you to do it any other way. No, no, no. Yes, you are. No. Yes, you are. No, no, no. Do it. Look, look, look ready. No, no, no. If that's working for you and you believe those thoughts and you're teaching the commandment by believing those thoughts and it's working, <coughs> hold on to it. I do not want to for one second convince you not to do it. I encourage you to do it. Okay? That makes sense? Yes, sir. Um, I just want to get your take on mir- on like the whole concept of miracles. Um, I know yeah, you got those like faith healers out there that like put their hand on you and they make people, convince people that they're all healed and stuff like that. But in most, in Christianity, in Catholicism especially, they they really push the idea of miracles and I just want to get your take on that. Like, is this before them? they tell you how much the oil costs? Right, exactly. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, miracles can happen for anyone who has faith and don't doubt. Because it's not the preacher who heals you. Right. It's your faith who heals you, that heals you, right? So if you, once you wake up and you have faith in God, all things are possible for you. Healing and anything else. So like you hear the stories of somebody was born deaf and then one day... They prayed, and now they can hear. Do you think and that's legit? That's possible, yeah. If that okay. person believed and had no doubt, then, of course, it okay. can happen. Okay. But if no one, no human being can hear you, the, the preachers who are telling, come on down, burn, right. buy some oil. And then the people go down, I want to tell you that. I needed some money, and the Lord... I looked in the mailbox, and there was a thousand dollars. Hallelujah! They don't tell you that the welfare check came in early. You know what I'm saying? Right. But only our faith in God can 
create, you know, cause miracles right. to happen. And then there's, I think there's that cathedral in Lourdes in France, that famous one where people walk into like the bat, the baptismal fountain, like they can walk again and they can, you know, you see, have you heard about that one? I heard about that, but what happens is when someone, when you're like under pressure like that, all eyes are on you. You will walk, you know, you feel that way for a minute, mm-hmm. but as soon as the light goes out, you're right back in your hell. Right, yeah. You can't walk, you can't think, you can't do anything. Cause like I, because people will be forced to believe something. Because I, I always struggle with the whole concept of miracles. I thought it was just a little too supernatural for they me. They are real, but yeah. only to the believer. Okay. And they only come from God, not okay. from another human being. Gotcha. Okay. Yes, sir. Hello, everyone. Uh, How Jack, you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Um, this is your I, first time here? Yes, I'm actually visiting from New York City. Oh, um, so. welcome, man. Yeah. That's amazing. I really appreciate what you do, and I have two good friends out there probably listening, so they probably say hello, too. Hey, friends. Um, did you meet Joel? I did meet Joel. Did I you took know a, he was black? I just <laughs> I had to read his shirt, but yeah, I figured it out. Yeah. Um, did you meet Hake? No. But we have we have the same name, James. So All right. I listen to the Hake Report every day. So. Right on. Um, that's, that's I did have a question. I did yes. have a question regarding uh, what you said about he. I think you were talking about this gentleman when you said he will become the father. Yeah. So is that basically him channeling God, the godliness in him, and becoming a light for his father? Um. When I overcame anger, mm-hmm. and at, at one point my father was my father, right? But he, as far as I know, he didn't overcome the anger. He may have before he died, I don't know. But once I be, overcame it, he consisted love in me for him and the way I dealt with other people. So when I would go home to visit, he would always set up a meeting for me with the other family, with his wife, with my sisters and others. And so and then he would ask me about things. He would tell me, you know, I would have to show him the right way. So it was like I became his father, and he was the son. But it was okay because we were one. It just felt nice to be back. Like what he was saying about his father, it just felt nice to be with my father. So I didn't mind being the father to him. It was just good. But I was surprised that it happened that way, too. I remember once I went home to visit, and... uh this was right before he developed the Alzheimer thing. I walked in, and he was like, hey, how you doing? And then his wife walked in out of the kitchen somewhere, and she was like, oh, hugging me a bit all nice. He was like, she's not that nice. She's me. And she, and she was like stunned, and I was too, right? So I had to sit them down, and we had a bond meeting, dealing with the both of them. It was so amazing. I loved it because I was finally giving back to my father what he should have given to me. And so it was, it was really fine. But yeah, in some cases that does happen. Now, are you, are you, uh, your father still living? Yes, he's living. And are you close to him? Um, I mean, beta that's male. When, no, 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 I'm not beta. No, I'm not, I'm not, uh, well, I'm a recovering beta male. I'm a recovering beta male. But um, I don't have the closest, we're building a relationship right now. Yes. And a lot of what I've, how I've approached it came from the knowledge I've learned from watching your show and right. hearing this. You know, you gotta forgive, forgive your father. 
forgive your well, forgive both of your parents yes. so you can like approach them <clears throat> with you know clear awareness and love right and i'm currently going through that process and i'm it's kind of surprising how simple the concept is. I know. It's, but it, how powerful and That's effective right, it is. man. That's I, deep. I can't really believe it. It's like unbelievable. The most simplest thing that you can ever do is the hardest thing that most Christians get is to go and forgive. And God said we have to honor our parents, meaning that don't hate them, love them. How can you love him and resent your parents who you see all the time, especially your father, right? But the hardest thing for the Christian to do is to believe that that's all to it. It's admit you're wrong, go and forgive, and you'll wake up. Because you cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven just by studying the Bible and quote scriptures and stuff. You must forgive. You have to admit you're wrong. It's just that simple. Isn't that amazing? Truly amazing. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing how it affects not just my relationship with my parents, but... My relationship in, at work, with my friends. Absolutely. With my enemies, you know, everything. So. And as you grow, you're going to discover it's like you're in the world, but not really of it. You're going to see the world for what it really is. You're going to see how dark it is and how crazy the, the experts are and how they give you bad advice and, and how people are sucking up this advice and they're getting worse. You, it's, it's just going to happen. You're going to see... You don't see the world yet. You will see the world. It is evil from everywhere, man. The experts are insane. And they absolutely have no idea what they're talking about. You're going to be in it, but not of it. And it's going to be weird living that way. And it's going to look like you're of it to the other eyes, but you won't be. Um, so so you and your father just get together and hang out sometime? Or? Yeah, we, we we catch up. We're not like complete bonded, you know, father-son type of relationship yeah. where I'm with him all the time. But, you know, we spend time about every week, every other week, and we just, you know, have fellowship, sort of like what we're doing here, talking yeah. about our weeks. We don't try to make it happen. It has to unfold by itself. Do not try to force him to be any kind of way. Don't force yourself to be any type of way. Just be you and let him be himself. And whatever will be, will be. And it'll be perfect. That's amazing. Amazing. Thank uh, you, Jesse. You're welcome, buddy. Welcome to L.A., by the way. Yeah, I love it here. <laughs> I, uh, there were some beta male uh, millennials and probably some Zs. They were, like, across the way yelling at us. And they were, like, looking at me and cursing and yelling. So I looked over there. I said, beta male. Everybody started chanting, beta males. And this one guy just went nuts, right? So I looked at him. I said, come here. I want him to come to me. And I was going to ask, what happened to you? How did you? What are you mad about? You know? But he wouldn't come over. But I really wanted to talk to him. When I saw the, the angry people, I was trying to communicate with them just to see. That's why I had a, a long talk with that fat lesbian woman. I want to know, what happened to you? And then I found out. So you're going to find yourself dealing with these people perfectly. You really are. And you won't hate them, but you won't agree with wrongdoing either. You'll be the light that they have never seen before. It's going to be amazing. It's so much fun on the battlefield. Every man should be on the battlefield. Really. I would be looking for these rallies to go to. Not to show off or anything, but to be a representative as a son of God. You're supposed to be on the battlefield. Uh, yes, sir. Who, who handed I see? Oh, right here, Reggie. 
How many black people were there? Um, two, I think. <laughs> two on the good side. Two on the good side, and a bunch of them on the bad side. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, this is old black guy came down to me, and he was saying, "Yeah, that's always one." <laughs> <laughs> And then he said, 90% of the blacks don't agree with you. I said, that's because they're dumb. <laughs> He's like, what? I said, they're dumb. And then his daughter or wife or somebody with him, and she started yelling at me. I said, you dumb too. <laughs> Look how dumb you are. And they walked away. <laughs> she put a sign up in front of me. But they are blind in Cassie. So it was two Another guy showed up that lived in that area, young guy, and me. And then, but there were many or several blacks on the side of darkness. Yeah. Um, anybody else? Yes, sir. Hold on for the mic. You told me a while back not to go to those types of rallies, though. Right, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about people with common sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, is this your first time here? Oh, I want to ask you something. May I? Okay. What's your first name? Liz Marie. How did you hear about us? My parents listen to you all the time. Amazing. How old are you? 16. Do they get on your nerves? No. They never get on your nerves. Oh, my parents? Yes. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, uh, <laughs> and you're 16, right? Yes, I'm 16. And what do they get on your nerves about? Like, just like regular things. Like, when I want to go somewhere and they say no, they get on my nerves. Just like regular things. Right. You have a boyfriend? No. You had a boyfriend? Yes. And at what age? Like 12. 12? Like my first boyfriend? Yeah, like at 12. Your first boyfriend was at 12? Yes. Why did you need a boyfriend at 12? I was stupid. I don't know why. Oh. <laughs> I regret that. <laughs> and did you guys, how long you, you, I can't even use the word date. How long were you with him? For like two days. Oh. <laughs> that was puppy love. Yes, puppy oh, good. love. And so did you have another one after that? Yes. And at, at what age? Like three months after that. You were still 12? I, yeah, I think I was still 12. And how long did that last? Like four days. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Do you love your father? Of course. And does he know that? Yeah, I'm sure he does. Are you close to him? Yes. Oh, okay. Any questions for me? No. Anything you disagree with? No. <laughs> and you love your mother? I love my mother, yes. So do you speak up and don't be angry? What do you mean? Do you know how to disagree and agree without anger? Sometimes. But most of the time you're angry? No. <laughs> do you speak up and disagree at times? No. Yes. I don't know. You're acting all shy and innocent. <laughs> and so, what would you like to say to your, what would you like for your daughter to stop doing? You know, actually she's a good girl. No girl is good. No, no. Um, 
just to pay attention in school and, you know, even though the teachers, some teachers might say that they're wrong, but in reality they're right. So I, all I want her to do is just listen and stay quiet and not speak her mind because she actually speaks her mind most of the time. And what's wrong with that? Nothing, but sometimes it gets them into trouble. And what's wrong with that? Nothing. <laughs> Doesn't let no one bully them around or anything like that, you know. But no one what? Bullies them around. Right. Yeah. And so what type of things she speaks up about that you don't want her to speak up about? Like when the te- No, you know what? She's actually right most of the time. Like when sometimes when the teachers, you know, they... Cause me going into school, sometimes I notice that teachers, like, love to bully students around. Yeah. And then yeah. when they call the parent, they say, oh, no, your son or daughter did this, they did that. Then in reality, it's the teacher. Absolutely. You know, so I learned to believe what she says. But with my husband, he'll be like, no, Elizabeth, you have such a big mouth, and 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 you know. And I'm like, mm, okay, you know, so there's him and then my answer, you know, so... But she, you know. If you stop her from speaking up at school, as long as she's doing it in the right way, you're taking away her ability to defend off evil because these teachers are teaching horrible things to these kids. And if she is afraid to disagree with it, eventually it will corrupt her mind. Yes. And then she'll come home a different girl. And then you want to beat her, wonder what's wrong with her. Yeah. But you, uh, before I would stop her from speaking up, I would take her out of the school, especially if a, if it's a public school, and put her in a private school or something, homeschool. Yeah. But don't shut her down. Hmm. As long as she's not being angry and rude and nasty. But if she's speaking up because she sees something wrong or disagree, she should be able to do that. Yeah. She's actually pretty good. She got a summer job, and she's still there, you know. And um, all her customers, her coworkers love her, so she's, yeah. she's good. I get some good feedback from her boss. So. Well, don't shut her down from speaking up at school. Okay. And that way she can let you know what's really happening at school, too. Yeah. Most of the time she's very open and she's very honest about everything. So she really doesn't lie to us. or Actually, she doesn't lie at all. So. Well, then don't shut her down. Yeah. Yeah. Don't stop her from speaking up at school. That makes sense? Yes. All right. So speak up at school, all right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. What grade are you? I'm a junior. Oh, Okay. Well, I'm glad you came, all right? Thank you. Any questions for me? No. Nope. Oh, all right. Thank okay. <laughs> all right. I mean, anything else? Okay. Um, so, one thing I want really, after yesterday's uh, event, I really want you to know that you got to overcome this father's thing. A lot of you are doing it. I know that. But evil is really on the rampage right now. And what it want to do is shut down any man or woman that is standing for good. They want to shut you down right away because they can't handle it, especially with the men. There's this thing out there now called uh, white supremacists, right? And any time a white, straight, conservative Christian man speak up, right away they call you a white supremacist. I want to encourage you, don't run from that anymore. When they call you that, deal with it. You know, don't run and hide. Don't be afraid because they're trying to shut you down. And the reason that they want to shut you down because of the order of God, God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman and woman over children. And I saw that happen with the black community. At one time, the black community was a strong community. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say community. The black family 
because I didn't grow up thinking of where I lived was a community. We were all one and all that crap. But the black family was strong because it had the man leading it for the most part. And so when the children of the lie tried to brainwash the kids or if the neighbor kids were bad or anything like that, the parents would say, hey, don't play with that kid. It's a bad kid. The parents are no good. Stay away. And so they couldn't do anything to us at that time. Then the civil rights movement started. And as soon as the civil rights movement started, everything started to change. For some reason, Martin Luther King Jr. and Jesse Jackson and they made a deal with the devil. Uh, uh, and they agreed with the devil that, okay, I don't know what the devil promised them, except for make them rich and famous, right? Uh, they agreed with Lyndon B. Johnson that you can give black people welfare, and but a man cannot be in the home, and so the men left the home. The women became the authority of the house there. The government became the daddy, and those civil rights people became the head of the people. And it's just been down here ever since. But the key is they took the man away from the woman and from the children. And the black men have not taken control since. And now they're trying to do that to the white man. They know that it's the white men are the only one who are keeping this country going. They're still kind of, they are preventing them from taking completely over. And so that's why they're calling you guys white supremacy and races and all that crap, right? Because once they destroy the white man, it's going to be easy to destroy the women and children. You're going to have more abortions. You're going to have more rapes and murders and all kind of things happening. And eventually the white man is going to be out there destroying himself because he's going to be angry, going to fall right into that trap. Then it's over, and then it's over for America. It's a wicked game that's being played. And I wish somebody had said this to the black man years ago before they gave into the government programs and things like that. But I really want to warn the white men, you got to stop being angry and speak up and deal with this because they really want to destroy you. If you notice, the black men, they don't care. Black men, they're not in the way anymore. And look at abortion. Every day, something like 1,200 or so black babies are aborted every day. That could not happen when black men and women were together because the father would never let that happen. And the enemy knows that because he knows that the power is in the man. It's not in the woman. It comes from God, through Christ, to the man, to the woman, and to the children. And so it has to get rid of the son of God in order to destroy the women and children. That's the only way it could do it. And so to you guys who are white and you're afraid of that word, stop running from it. Let them call you. If they take, oh, this is what I'm saying. If they take away your stuff, don't let stuff, don't be like the young, rich ruler. Remember, he wanted to follow Christ. And Christ said, well, okay, come with me, but you have to give up all your stuff. And he said, oh, no, I can't do that. And so what they're doing is you have made your stuff be too important to you your jobs, your houses, your whatever, right? And so they know that, so they use that against you. And if that, if earthy things mean more important to you than spiritual things, they got you. But if spiritual things mean more important than earthy things, they don't have you. And, and the beauty is God will provide. When one door closes, another will open. Because he loves you, and he will provide. So you got to start speaking up, right, guys? Don't be afraid to be called a Nazi or whatever they say. They call me every name in the book. 
Uncle Tom, nigger. Anybody ever been called a nigger? It's so much fun. You been called a nigger? Yes. Oh, let me. Why? Uh, they as a joke they call you a nigger. Yes. But you don't look like one. A lot of people think I'm like. Oh, they think you're black. And so, and so they call you nigger? Oh, no, but like as a joke, not and, for real. And so they're like, ha, 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 you nigger. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ha, 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 she's a nigger. And so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and do you laugh about it when they call you nigger? Yes. Oh, you do? Good. Let them call you whatever they want. You love what's right and do what's right. Words won't bother you. All right? All That's right. amazing. And you've been calling nigger too? Who else raised their hand? It's so you've been calling nigger, Victoria? Who called you a nigger? <laughs> okay, maybe I misspoke, not directly. He called my boyfriend a nigger lover. So oh, were your boyfriend yeah, white? Yeah, so he like indirectly called me that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Were your boyfriend white? Um no, he was Mexican. Well why he call you a nigger and a Mexican lover? <laughs> I think it's probably he socially he was worse to date a black person than a Mexican. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah? I don't know. You dated a Mexican? I did. Amazing. I know. Okay. But the <laughs> point... Thank you. <laughs> the point is, once you're born again, words won't matter. Don't run from words. You should have seen those people yesterday. They were calling us all kinds of names, but I didn't care. They didn't know what to do with that. They really didn't. They started beating the drums. They yell and scream. They did not know what to do with it. If they can't get to you with words, they have nothing. And that's why God wants you to overcome words. Once you're born again, you will overcome words. And I used to be sensitive to words, believe me. But now they don't bother me at all. Not one. And I'm surprised by that. I didn't know you could really overcome words, but they do not. But as long as the white guys, as long as you guys are running from that, they got you. And don't get mad at them for calling you that. Don't, don't, don't even try to prove that you're not one. You know, don't, if they call you a, a white supremacist or a white privilege or whatever they're saying, they say, oh, yeah, that's interesting. And when they call me cool, I show them my cool award. I'm like, yeah. I try to be... <laughs> And they really don't know what to do when they can't get to you with words. They'll threaten you and all that. So you got to overcome words. Let them call you. Just roll off your back. All right? That's how they do it. Um, and when the men, and I made this because uh, I want to really just tell you about this. When men are out of the way, you see abortion coming forward. You see government programs because the women need somebody to help them with this stuff. So the uh, government become their husband uh, or, or daddy. And so you see abortion. You see kids being screwed up in the schools. There is no way in hell or heaven that my grandfather or my father, anyone, would allow a drag queen to come into my school and the teacher have us sit there and they read a drag story to us. Is it called drag story? Drag queen stories, ours. There is no way they would have even thought about doing that when men were in charge. But women are kind of emotional and you're like, oh, this is a drag queen, love the drag queen. 
And all the drag queen going to do is just read stories about drag stories. And then the mother goes, oh, that's so nice. And they say, you know, they got your kids. But the father would not let that happen. And that's why they have to get rid of the father. Ain't no way in the world. I saw a drag, picture of a drag queen with horns in her head. His, it's head. Read a, little, read a story to little children. How do you sacrifice your children? Because the fathers are not there. And that's why they're attacking the white men. You're the only one that's in the way right now. I'm telling you, once that's over, it's over. We can move to Russia. Absolutely it's over. So really, really be aware of that. Don't run away from your family. Don't run away from who you are. Let them call your names. All right? Uh, uh, let me take here first, here, and then there. And then I want to ask, what, what does God think of you? Yes. Hey, what's up, Jesse? Hey, hey I want to ask you, in your personal opinion, how long do you think it's going to take before uh, the devil's conquered? Uh, before he's conquered? Yeah, on this, on this country. That's a good question. I don't know. But I do know that men and women are waking up now around the world, and they're starting to see what's happening. And in that alone, he shall be conquered. Because greater is he that's in them that's waking up than that's in Satan and his children. But I don't know where, man. Yeah. What does God think of you? Think? Uh-huh. What does he think of me? Yes. That's a... Uh interesting question because <laughs> I would think God would know right instead of think think means you don't know or is what do you what do you mean by think what does God think of you like what does he assess me as what <laughs> does I need a definition for think so I can understand <laughs> what you're saying do you know what think me I know think usually for me means to figure something out that I'm uncertain of Oh, okay. So if God is uncertain, I don't, I don't So you don't know what God think of you. You've never thought think. about that before, right? I don't think he thinks. Oh, I think okay. he knows. All right. Derek, what's a God? Let me ask Derek. He's a good rapper. <laughs> what does God think of you? Uh, as an heir. As an heir? Uh, yes. What does that mean? Like a son. Okay. Just, you know, like a son of God, like. Same thing as Christ is the heir to the throne, the same way. Okay. Had you thought about this before today? Um, when you first... I mentioned it on the, the radio, question. right? Right. Oh, yeah. 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 This is my last week question. Okay. What does God think of you? Uh-huh. Oh. Is this your first time here? Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, man. Thank you. What's your name? Liam. How old are you? 17. Amazing. Yeah. And so she's like, oh. <laughs> she looked at her mother, oh. The mother like, no. <laughs> she looked really fat. Oh, you cute. Oh. <laughs> 17. But go ahead. What does God think of you? Uh, I don't know. Are you an atheist? No. Oh, okay. Have you ever thought about that? I wonder what God think of me. I think I might think about that too much. Oh, you do think about that a lot? Yeah. And why? Because I find myself, I guess, trying to please God, where I, when I think I sort of over-evaluate my actions, things like that. Yeah. So lately I've been starting to take every thought into captivity, you know, it's just 
figure out what thoughts are uh, are driving me down the wrong path, thoughts yeah. that I'm just getting hooked on and thinking about too much, and I've sort of just started to relax. And, yeah, man. You know, just let them pass. And you live here in L.A.? Yeah, I live down the street off of uh, Washington and Redondo. Really? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And so, um, um, any questions for me? Uh, no, I just came down to listen. All right. Have you dealt with your, you still live with your mother, right? Yeah. Your yeah. father lived there too? No. Oh, and where's your father? He lives uh, a couple blocks away from our house. Different house. Really? Yeah. And are you close to him? Yeah. Yeah. You you're close to your father? Yeah. And how about your mother? Uh, yeah. Uh, less so, it, less so, but less so, and, yeah. and why? Um, I don't know. I just find myself uh, being drawn towards my dad more. Good man. Yeah, yeah. So, have you forgiven your mother for the mistakes she made with you? She, um, she says things like, uh, like. I gave you a good childhood and stuff like this. Did you tell her no, you didn't? Yeah. <laughs> you told her, yeah. But I don't understand how to forgive someone who isn't sorry. Like, oh. Like, so that's where I'm at with that. So you don't know how to forgive your mother because she is not sorry for what she's done to you? Yeah. Amazing. What's your daughter name? Lauren. Lauren. Zara. What? Zara. Oh, Zara, yeah. Sorry, Zara. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him how to forgive his parents who are not sorry for what they've done. How old are you? Thirteen. Thirteen. Do you know how to forgive parents who are not sorry for what they've done? Mm -hmm. Tell the 17-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't let it bother you. Like, you just go up to them and tell them because at the end of the day, they, they're they're not the ones that are supposed to forgive you. You're supposed to forgive them so that God can forgive you for being Amazing. Uh, do you want to add to that 16-year-old? Can you tell him how to forgive his parents who are not sorry for what they've done? Mm, I mean, you're going to be 18 soon, so just leave. Like, that's all I can say. That's a good leave. answer. Get out of there at 18. Yeah, get out Forget of there. about forgiveness. No, but just to add to what uh, uh, Zara, Zara said, She's right. Your parents don't, your mother or your father don't have to admit that they're wrong because they may be in a fallen state and their ego will not admit that they have done wrong with you, by you. And so now that you're starting to see it by knowing yourself, you forgive them because they cannot see what they're doing, right? And when you forgive them, they say, I'm sorry, mom, for resenting you for being so nutty or whatever she did, right? And God will forgive you. And so you will become yourself again instead of having the mindset and emotion of your mother, and you will return to your father. And, and through him, by not resenting him, you return to God, and you'll be fine. But they don't have to admit they're wrong. They don't have to admit to anything. And don't get mad if they don't admit to anything because they may not be ready to see that. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And so next time you talk to your mother, just forgive her. She can't help it. Okay. She, uh, if she could do better, she would. If she could see, she would. But she literally, literally can't see right now. Right, right. And you're fortunate that you're so young, 17, and you're being able to deal with her while you're 17. So when you turn 18, 
you can take off and you won't be a beta male. Right. right. Uh, do you have a girlfriend? No, no, not anymore, no. You broke up with her? Well, yeah, I was in school for a couple of years on the East Coast, and uh, so that was... And how old were you when you had your first girlfriend? Uh, 16. And why at 16 did you need a girlfriend? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I always found myself looking, you know, like trying to find one and all this. And I sort of, I've been watching your stuff for a while, and it sort of op- like woke me up a little bit to hear that you don't look for a woman. God will give you or put one once Absolutely. you Absolutely. He added on yeah, to yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. Because if you look for one, you're going to find mama. Exactly, yeah. 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 So, so don't look. Well, that's right. good, man. So forgive your parents while you're there. Uh-huh. And, and then when they're out of order, don't hold it against them. Speak up, but don't resent. Uh-huh. And when you can deal with your parents in a perfect way, the rest of the world is easy. It won't be a problem at all. Right. Awesome. And then you won't become a beta male with the girls. Right, right. Are you beta or alpha? Um, uh. <laughs> beta! <laughs> when they go, uh, uh. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I, I think if you talked to me a year ago, yeah. oh, man, oh, man, you would have been... Yeah, beta male. Beta male. But uh, I'm slowly uh, overcoming things. Absolutely. And I think for me, at least, it takes a lot of time to just sort of observe, you know, just observe. Yeah. And that's where I'm at right now, looking at myself, looking at where, what I need to do differently. And, and don't put a time on it because it's not your time, it's God's time, right? And he's doing everything in his time, and it all happened perfectly. So don't be in a rush. Just you know, do the silent prayer, watch, speak up, but don't resent. Mm-hmm. And it's happening. You're not behind. You may be behind up Satan's children. That's fine. They're going to crash. Mm-hmm. But just do your own thing, build your own path with God, and it'll all work out. Awesome. So, but don't put a time on it. Okay. Just live your life. All right? All right. Any other questions for me? No. Oh, okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, the young lady in the back, and then Dallin. And I think somewhere here. Oh, here. Okay. Yes. Hi. 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 Um, I grew up in a Muslim household. Uh-huh. And as a rule, the boys have to be... Oh. And the boys have to be circumcised. And I was wondering, what is your opinion on that? Uh, men, should men get circumcised? No. Uh, they just want to. But uh, no. I wouldn't recommend that. That's painful. Have you ever been circumcised? There's no, no, it's the cleanliness of the heart now. It's about the heart. It's about the spirit. Mm-hmm. Beforehand, they did that stuff in a worldly, fleshy way, thinking that they're making some type of sacrifice to God. But when the soul, when the mind is being renewed, the spirit is being cleansed of unrighteousness, anger, hatred, then it's of the spirit, not of the physical anymore. Okay. So my family is coming to visit me in three weeks, and... Um, they want me to go back to Islam. And the the reason I left was because the day my brothers got circumcised, I was kind of traumatized by that. I, I bet. And they were young. They were five years old and seven years old. Wow. So after that, I could no longer um, accept Islam. I thought that was a little bit barbaric. Yes. Uh, but my... F- my mother and father say that that's a way to, like you said, cleanse yourself. And no. it's for, for, 
it's good for the guys. No, it's <laughs> not. It's killing for the guys. And your question for me is what? No, that was, I just wanted to know from a Christian perspective. Yeah. What, what you Do you want them to, they come in for the circumcision? No, 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 no. They're just oh. coming to visit me. Oh, I'm about to tell you to call them up and tell them to cancel the flight. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I haven't seen them in, in 12 years. So. We'll go on Skype. Uh, we, we do that. Oh, we, okay. we do Skype. But, but no, I mean, unless you just want to do that to your son. But I would recommend you don't do that. It's not necessary. Right, that's the, what I thought. Yeah, it's of the yeah. heart now. Okay. All right. Are yeah, you, it, huh? Go ahead. No, I, you asked me what is my question. It, I just wanted to hear from a Christian person. Yeah, are you a Muslim or Christian? I'm neither. Oh, okay. You believe in God? Yes. Oh, okay. And why, you, what, why not Christianity? Because... Um, I have an issue that uh, Jesus was God on earth. Uh, um, I don't have sufficient evidence that proves that he was God on earth. And even though the Bible says that, how do I know the Bible is not a fairy tale? (laughs) Um, Number one, don't ever let anyone convince you or not convince you that Jesus is God. If you seek for yourself, you would know for yourself. Uh, in the Bible, it never says that Jesus was God. It clearly says that he's the son. <laughs> he's the son of God, right? But you need to know that for yourself. And so just leave it a blank space. I don't know. All right? Mm-hmm. Neither believe it or doubt it. Because if you believe because I said it, that he's the son of somebody else said that he is God, you, you still won't know the truth for yourself. But seek the kingdom of God, and he will reveal that to you. And once you see it for yourself, then it's yours. No one will ever be able to convince you otherwise. But you got to see it for yourself. Remember the guy in the Bible that Peter or somebody, when Jesus said, who do you say I am? And he said, you're the son of God. And he went on and on about it. And he said, you're the kind of guy I'm going to build my house on because you're a rock. You see this for yourself. No man told you, but you see it for yourself. We can literally see for ourselves what the real deal is because it's so important that you know if he's the son or God. And because faith, what you believe is what controls you. And so you definitely want to believe in what's right. So just leave it blank. It's not a big deal. Yeah, but isn't he the only one that was born from a virgin? So, I mean, according to the... Right. So That's what I... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the whole thing with Jesus' life is a little bit... I have a lot of questions about that. Right. Well, get to know your, you know, seek God within, mm-hmm. and it will be revealed to you. Okay. You could, you know, just say, you know what, God, is Jesus you or you the son or what's going on, right? Yeah. And leave a blank space. It's best to know that you don't know than to think that you do know and it's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So leave it blank. Don't make it a big deal. Yeah. He'll reveal it to you. Okay. Thank you. And then this thing about becoming a Christian, don't force yourself to do that either. Just seek the kingdom of God within um, and kind of pay attention, you know, doubt all these different thoughts and words that go through, and the, and the truth will be revealed to you. It will be amazing. Okay. All right? That makes sense? Yes, that makes sense. Because you're going to hear all kinds of opinions out there about who he 
If you got my friend Reggie, you got his hand up right now. I actually, I actually really like Reggie because I've been watching your show for a few weeks. Yes. And I know that he kind of challenges you. Yes. And it's, I like to hear that because I have the same questions as him. Even he knows the Bible, I don't. But I like how he challenges you. Yeah, in that but way. I can't let him come in here. It's not a town hall meeting, <laughs> <laughs> so I can't let him come in every Sunday just to challenge me with the Bible. I'll, I'll be drinking, drink. I'll have wine in his glass <laughs> rather than water because I don't want to. He got this thing in his head about the Bible and what he believed. And so I don't want to argue that. You're not supposed to argue God with people. Either you see it or you don't see it, right? And so it's not like a debate team here. It's a fellowship. And I want people to see and know for themselves. He's nice, but um, I, I can't allow that to happen here. I understand that he needs to... Um, God will reveal it to him, and then he, he's not going to debate you in that way. Right. But until God reveals, I mean, Bible is the only thing, you know what I mean? Like, that's the only thing you can go off of if you want to get to know God until he reveals. Well, it's not the only thing. With me, I've always questioned things. You know, even as a kid, I would even question God, okay, if you're God then I need to see something here, right? So I'd be walking down the road as a little kid on a sunshiny day, and I would say, you know what, if you, because I had gone to church and heard all this stuff, and I'm like, if you're God, then let it rain right now. Bright, no clouds or nothing, and right down the road, it just start raining, but not on me, and then it would stop. I'm like, oh, that's cool. It didn't scare me or anything, right? And so I would question everything, and if you start, that's how I overcame this so-called black thing. Because I wonder, if white people holding black people down, why are they holding those black people who are promoting this down? They live in the best community, they go to the best school, they got money, more money than the white people, you know. And that's when I started to realize that they had lied to us. So question things is absolutely fine, but he will reveal it to you, then it will be your own. And I don't care how smart the Bible scholars are. Don't believe them because they said it. See it for yourself. All right? Thank you. Okay. Yes, Randy. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, last night, <laughs> you look like Harry from One Direction, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Last night, uh, I ran into a girl, I won't say her name, but we ran into a girl who's been here a couple times, and she, going back to your point about the drag queen story hour and when men aren't in charge and stuff, yes. she said that she said unironically that she thinks it's going to be femininity and womanhood that come in to save America. Has she been smoking pot? Yeah. yeah. I was thunderstruck. Yeah. But that is the, that's what they push it out there now. They're pushing that, but we need to push back. With perfect love, we need to push back. Because if that ever happened, because if you notice when the women take over, homosexuality comes up to the far, forefront, same say so-called marriage, abortion, everything that's evil comes to the forefront. Because the power is not in the woman, it's in the man. And when a woman loves her husband and he loves God, they're, they're working together for the same cause. And they can't even deceive the women when they love what's right. But she needs, if, especially if she's married. But if she's not married, she can go to God herself, right? Straight to him. And, uh, and then the children of the lie would not be able to deceive her either. 
But if she's married, she has to go through her husband. Right here. Yes, sir. I got to start winding down. Hey, Jesse. So when you say children of the lie. What did you say? Hold on a minute. I hear what mama said. <laughs> no, I said. Would, I said not, I, hold on, not him. Yeah. Not you, mama. This mama. You give Reggie a chance. You give Reggie a chance. <laughs> oh, you feel bad for him? Not bad. What do you feel? Huh? What do you feel for him? Why you tell me to give Reggie a chance? Already give me Reggie a chance. So what? I want to hear him out. You want to hear him out? He'll tell you afterward. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So when you say children of the lie, and I've noticed that you said, you know, that's a lie. You know, how can you believe that? And then I realized that when anger has left me, I can also see that. When you say children of the lie, is that when you describe them as it's just their anger that's causing them to lie? Or are there some big lies out there that this all stems from? I'm saying that when I say children of the lie, I mean that Satan is their daddy and Satan is a liar. There is no truth in him at all. No love, no truth, nothing but deception. He came to rob, steal, and kill. And so he's working through human beings in order to do that, to deceive you and act all crazy and emotional and stuff like that. So I call them the children of the lie. And what about the state of of the country, like let's say America? Are there some big lies out there that people... Oh, yeah. Yeah, what would you say that there are? the big biggest lie that's out there now? Yeah, what is the big lie? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know what the biggest one is. They only say, I mean, they tend to think that God, that we are all God's children, and we are not. Only those who have been born again are children of God. He loves us all, but only those who have been born again are children of God. I, I, right now, I can't think of it. There's so many lies out there. I can't really pick out one. Yeah, and you it's have, like... you have one in mind? Uh, no, I, I just like uh, through, through studying like history, I've noticed that there are some things like there's a play on words and there yeah. are some des- definitions that have been transformed. And, you know, I've realized that people just go on yes. and then not say anything about it. They do, but man. it's wrong. Yeah, we got to start speaking, correcting it. I... Uh, I was thinking the other day how black people have been lied to about slavery and racism and Jim Crow. Everything they tell you now about that is a lie. It's just getting, the lie getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It's just getting worse. That lie is growing because you don't hear a lot of people out there, whatever color, saying, hey, that's not true. That didn't happen. They made Jim Crow look like everybody was hanging by a tree. And I never see anyone hanging by a tree. When I was growing up under the Jim Crow law. But you hear these people, you would think that all black people are hanging up and down the road. And it just wasn't true. It just was not true at all. So you're right. We got to start correcting it when we hear it as children of God. We got to shine the light yeah, on the Because there's like movies about it. And yeah. then there's a whole propaganda that, behind it. It's the crazy. whole thing, man, is bad. All right. Absolutely. That's a good one. Yes, sir. I just wanted to respond. Uh, to your, I don't know your name, but um, I had when I had some issues when I was growing up seeking God in Christianity. So I went to Sunni Islam, right? And Sunni Islam uh, was more masculine, and it was more uh, I understood it better. It wasn't a song and dance. It wasn't a lot yeah. of tambourines and stuff going on. And um, over time, you know, I realized that this was this, basically 
It says in the Quran, I think it's under Miriam, the Sewer Miriam, it, it says that um, Jesus was like Adam because he came from nothing, right? But Islam didn't teach me that, you know, when I was there. So I just want you to know that. So, I, to, to, so if you're seeking that, I would say from my studies going back and forth, you know, from going to Pentecostal and they say you got to speak in tongues to be reborn, and then other people say you don't have to do that. Um, yeah. Basically, I, the monotheism of Islam is correct, but the faith of Christianity is necessary. Are you Muslim? Uh, I don't. I'm not in none. I'm free from all that stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say to you, don't seek it looking for Christianity or looking for Islam or looking for anything. You see God. All right. Don't don't look for a religion because religion just identify which club you belong to, but you want to seek God in His right way. Not not the club. You don't want to become a club member. They own you then. All right? Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to get ready one more time. Should I do it? Yep. All right. One. One more. Um, so I want to, you know, just clear it up that, you know, many, I, I know a lot of people, they think I come in here just to, what, be a, a contrarian or just to... To be a what? A contrarian or just to challenge you. A what? Contrarian. Yeah. Oh, what is that, Joel? He's black. No, right. But yeah, yeah I, just, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't do that. The reason why, you know, I guess a, a small testimony. The reason why I got saved was because I started believing in Christ. I found evidence that the Bible was accurate um, because I I asked God to reveal if this Bible uh, was true. I didn't want to believe in the fairy tale like how many people were there. I don't think the Bible is a fairy tale. Well, th- but a lot of people will say that. Oh, a lot of people will right. say, "Oh, read, will, don't yeah. read the Bible too seriously. Read right. it or or read it literally, but literally." So for me, I had to figure if this was the truth, and I have, and over time, more and more just have been revealed to me, and now my life is perfect peace. Now, the problem is, is that when people say stuff, again, I was raised Catholic, they'll say the priest or the bishop, he will say something. Right. That was non-biblical, not according to the Bible. So what I'll do is, A, you said this wrong. You, you, you said this, or you misinterpreted this, and you're, you're telling your sheep, God's sheep, God's, God's children, that uh, this is what it says in the Bible, but it's not, it's, or either you're quoting it out of context or you're misquoting it or saying something And why different. do you need to do that? Well, because uh, in the Bible it says that when you are saved, when you, when you love, when you love someone, you love their soul, you care for their soul. And so it's tough love to tell people the truth. Um, if someone is saying something, either a lie or someone is saying something false, you you correct them, right? And that that's just out of love. I care about all your soul. I care about everybody's soul. You- but it's when you're saying something wrong or you're misquoting something, it would not be right if you're telling if you're telling somebody a lot of these people who follow you something wrong. It it would be the right thing to tell you that you're wrong and let me let me correct you on that. 
Oh, and, okay. and, and, and that's just out of love because I care about you. So I want you to be saved. That's all. You want, I want everybody to you be want safe. me to be safe? I mean, I'm just saying that. I want oh, to in be general. Safe. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you, Reggie. Now, give that mic to her. <laughs> I just, what comes to mind when I was listening to you is, at what point is that your ego wanting to correct people? Well, so, you're saying that make it, long, make it short because right. we're out of time. Well, again, the truth is the truth. Not your truth, not my truth. The truth is the truth. Now, when people, and it's a spiritual battle, so when people don't like the truth, they're going to you know, try to, you know, throw darts at you. And if people want to go to name calling and all that stuff, you have to defend yourself and still reprove people with the truth. How Jesse always says, stand up. Stand up to the children of life. Well, if someone is believing in false doctrine and falsities, then you must stand up for the truth. Even if people hate it, even if people are saying you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you prove it. Okay. So it's not really ego if you're stating the truth. And people are saying, oh. All so, right. look, I'm not okay, even... Okay, that's enough. Yeah. Um, okay, don't ask them all. Right here, and then I got to end in Dwight's here. This is your first time here? Yes. Oh, yeah, what's your name? George. George? Yes. Where are you from? San Diego. Oh, really? Yeah. Welcome, George. Any questions for me since you came a long way? Uh, or disagreement or anything? I don't have a disagreement. I just want to thank you because um, it was last week that uh, my father came to my house and, you know, thank you and thank God. Uh, my father came to my house and I forgave him. And, you know, at first he was like a little rebellious. Then he was a little what? Rebellious. Your father was? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he understood after. He's like, boy, what do you mean forgive me? <laughs> He's like, I've been there for you. I'm I was like, you. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, but up to a certain point you weren't there. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, I, I understand. And, you know. After that, we were just like cool. Like he made me breakfast and all that. And right on, like, man. That's amazing. All love. <laughs> so thank you and thank you. You're God. welcome. Yeah. And have you forgiven your mother too? Yes. Um, that was really bad. That I was did, bad. Yeah. <laughs> In what way? <laughs> um, she didn't. She didn't want to really hear what I had to say. She was just like, uh, um, I did the best that I could. Like I don't want to hear that. Like you know, it was. It was. She was just um, kind of like. Not for it. And how did you deal with it? Um, I just let her know what it was. Yeah. And I didn't, like, you know, take on what she was saying. Oh, good. Yeah. Right on. And if, once you deal with your mother in the right way, yeah. everybody and everything else will be done in the right way. Yeah. You're going to deal with women and men and cats and dogs and everybody the same way. Yeah. That's good, man. <laughs> Any questions for me? No. Well, I'm glad you made it up, man. Congrats. Uh, thank you for coming. All right. Um, oh, what the, let me ask. James, what does God think of you? I didn't answer that yet. I don't know either. You don't know what God think of you? No. You the hate report. <laughs> Reggie, what does God think of you? I think that uh, he thinks that I've come a long way. I've come you, a long way to You think understand. God's sitting up there thinking... With Jesus, oh, Reggie came a long I've way. Come, he's, yes. All right. Oh, you think God thinks you came a long way? And I'm a good person. You think God thinks you're good? Yeah. You telling Jesus, I think that guy down there, yeah, Reggie, he, he knows that I'm a good man. All right. What does God think of you? 
I um, I thought a lot about it this week, and I I really came to the conclusion that I don't think he thinks of me. Um, I know he's. I'm confident that he's not pleased with me. He is not pleased with you. Yeah. Why not? Why are you so confident about that? Because I'm still a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> are you still sinning? And what type of sins, if it's not too nasty, that you're doing? <laughs> Mostly uh, pride and oh. uh, anger, yeah. Yeah. Why not relax and let it go? I can do it sometimes, and hate to blame it on hormones, but this week it definitely was, I was good until those hormones really made it really challenging to stay calm and be relaxed. So when that does happen, still just know, you know what, I'm overreacted, no big deal. Don't judge yourself over for doing that. Just let it happen. That's the hard part. I, I immediately go to judging myself. Because you listen to this. Right. It's, it's, you listen to Satan. Yeah. Just relax. <laughs> Nothing is a big deal. It's so, there's so, I can know so much. I can have it in my head. I can, I can hear it, and it resonates, but... The doing it is still the challenge. The doing it is not doing it. The not doing it. Really? So is when the you don't, challenge. when yeah. you stop reacting and don't overreact to whatever's happening, then you, you're doing nothing, so you are doing it. Just stop overreacting. It's no big deal. Stop judging yourself. Satan is doing that to you. I'll keep working on it. All right. Let me ask the little angel next to you. I'm sorry, oh. really quick. I just wanted to say thank you for posting all the. The archived videos, it's, I watched the one from 95, and it was fascinating to see the similar, the same issues just spoken about in a different way. Yeah. And the fellowship was, there wasn't a whole lot of biblical quotes and, and religious context. It was really just people relating to one another and sharing their experiences. Yeah. There, I, uh, James, thank James for putting those up there, too. Thank you, James. I look so young, and a lot of people I've forgotten about. And I didn't know I looked young back then. I want my young stuff back. I didn't know I looked so young. But they were great. I I like watching those things sometimes. Um, What does God think of you? Uh, Goodness, I couldn't think of anything to say about that. I I mean, Did you hear that that was the biblical question this week? Yeah, I knew that was. And did you think about it at all? I thought about it, but nothing came to me. Nothing like, came. Nothing stood out. You're like, I don't know what God think about me. I mean, I did think about like my childhood and just how I even then, like I would you know, have him present, like you know, within me, and sometimes I would stray and then come back, and then yeah. so because now that I'm back, maybe he just acknowledges that and he okay. sees like you know that, but I, I don't know what else. All right, sure. <laughs> what does God think of you? I don't know. I, I, I kind of thought about the question um, like Gracie did, but okay. and I, don't, I don't, okay, I'm going to say this. It's going to sound weird, but I think he, it's going to sound kind of strange. Like he, he wants me to have a relationship with him because I'm in a place now. I don't, I wouldn't say I don't Are have you a making this up as you go? Hmm? Is Satan telling you to say this? No, oh. no. I mean, I. It's just kind of. It's kind of. Sometimes it's hard to put into words. But I oh, think okay. he. I think he. 
wants me to have a relationship with him. I think he he, he makes it so that and why I does get he down want to, you to have a relationship with him? Maybe because he loves me. You think? Yeah. All right. I think so. Let me ask uh, Dylan, the innocent angel. Not you. You're not an angel. Your girlfriend. Oh, my innocent. <laughs> <laughs> He's an angel. Well, I didn't hear the ass on that. <laughs> what does God think of you? Uh, uh, I think he loves me. And he's happy with me. Why is he happy with you? Because... You with Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I pray to him a lot all throughout the day and every night. And I kind of... I don't know. I just like get a sense that I, like he loves me. Like I can't really explain it. But okay. I just like I just know. Oh, okay. Uh, what does God think of you? And then I asked two more people. That I got to end, folks. I'm way over time. What does God think of you? I don't think that's any of my business, Jesse. What he think of you? Yeah. Why not? What you think of me is none of my business either. So that's why it shouldn't be what God think of you in your business either. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What does God think of you? Uh, I think uh, I'm a lost sheep, maybe. Me God like thinks that you're a lost sheep? Yeah. And why does he think that? Because uh, he, I don't know, like a pastor, you know, you have your, oh gosh, I'm probably going to do a bad job. But, but you know, you you've probably, got your, It's not a guessing game, so you can't do a bad yeah. job. Well, just that um, he probably sees me as like I have all the will to want to have a relationship with him, but... Uh, I, I, I'm, like, lost, maybe. you lost? Yeah. Why are you lost? Mm, I, I question everything, and, mm, yeah, because I, I don't have clarity. That's why, because things don't seem clear to me. Everything seems like a two-way mirror. Like, like what, for example? Well, just everything. I think, uh, you know, I, I can't distinguish, like, the fruits Please of... Please turn the mic for me. I don't know. I, it's... It just everything seems confusing. And like everything, what, for an example? Um, just everything. Any, any a good example would be, um, like, what, what, what's going on with, with Reggie and things like that. Like, I can see one side of it being right, and I can see one side of it being wrong. Like, everything, I can see both, the good and the bad, in the same moment. Like, the same thing, I can see both good, and I can see both bad. I can what's see the good and what Reggie's doing? Well, like, I see his intention. Like, he's trying to have a relationship with God. He wants to, like he says, seek truth, and he wants to speak truth. And to him, you know, however it's being revealed to him, it's being revealed to him in that manner. And so he, like like he says, his, it's to him, he doesn't see it as the ego. He sees it as the seeking of ultimate truth. And that's why he wants to correct people. That's why he wants to stand up for people. But then I can also see that that's ego, that that's his ego driving him to want to... <laughs> Prove to somebody what's true, and the the ability to want to convince someone, you know, that comes from ego. You know, you're wanting to convince somebody and wanting them to see what you see. That's ego. And so, how does that, in few words or less, how does that apply to your life? That I just, when I look at my life and myself, I could see the good things that I do, and I see in that same action, I could see the bad in it. I see, I see both. I don't. See Give me an example of a bad thing you're doing if well, it's not too personal. Like, the bad thing I'm doing is I'm still with my boyfriend. We still you live still together. What? I'm still with my boyfriend. I still live together with him. I'm still in the same situation that I was a year ago. And why did you move out of that situation? 
Because of how I see it, that I, that there's the good in what I'm what we're doing. There's more. There's this, what good is that, there in you living with a man you're not married to? The, the two we're two parents living and raising our child together in the same home, and there's a huge. Imp, I think there's a there's. There's a lot of value in having the mother and the father in the same What home. value is it to have a child see a father and mother sinning? I don't, I don't, I, mean, I, mean, I guess for I wouldn't me even call it sinning, but sending a bad example yeah. for him and that you're not married, so you're not under the umbrella of God. Isn't that going to cause him to repeat the same thing? Yes and no, because I also don't see that not being married is that bad of a thing. Like, I feel like our situation is just... Well, then why are you having issues with it, then, if you don't see it as a bad thing? Because... That bad of a thing. I, when I hear what the what it is, when I hear, not what I know, but right. when I hear him through my ear that, you know, a man and a woman being married and having a children, all of this is the right way. When I hear that, it's like something in me, want, you know, knows you know, knows that. And why not follow that there? That's in but you. Because when you. I look at my situ when I look at the reality of my situation, I, I, I just don't, you know, I've, I've, riding two horses. I'm riding yeah. two horses. Absolutely. That's I, and right. That's, that's why I feel like. Well, just suffer and die. Yes. And that's what I've been doing. <laughs> yeah. Just suffer until you're ready to ride one horse. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So just suffer. Yes. Because you are suffering. Yes, I am. Yeah, but as he just hit the nail on the head, you can only ride one horse. What? You want to say something to this? Yeah. Okay. Last word, Joe. I mean, what, what, like, what, what I hear that she's trying to say is that, you know, she doesn't quite know what to do. She doesn't see it clear to move out, so she doesn't move out. So, but she intellectually knows from you saying it, like, I should move out. It's, this is the right thing, but she doesn't know it for herself. But I disagree. I don't she loved the man more than she loved God. But she doesn't. So she though. can't give up the man. She'd rather give up God and her son rather than giving up a man that won't treat her right. No, she I, shows no respect to her by not marrying her. He's using her. But she loved him more than she loved God. And so everything else is excuse making. I don't think she sees it. Yes, she does. She, she doesn't see it. No. Well, maybe. No. But from what she said, it seemed like that. But Am I wrong? Yes and no. Because it the, can't be wrong. The, the part where I, I do disagree a little bit is, like, this is what I see, is I'm with somebody that doesn't put God first, right? I know see, I'm she loves a man first. That's not putting God first. And I have all the intention to want to put God first. I might not be doing it, but I have... But if you have intent, int, uh, good intention is paved to hell or something like that. Oh, that's why I'm suffering. Yeah. But <laughs> you I, love this man in your fallen state more than you love God. You're not seeking first the kingdom of God. You're supposed to love God with all your heart, soul, and might, along with nothing else. And your neighbor as yourself, everything else will fall in place. But you, uh, in your fallen state, desire this man more than you do God. And everything else is an excuse because you know the right thing to do. You just love others, want to be with your God more than you do God. And you don't even, you don't even love your son enough to do it the right way in hopes that he, he won't have to go through that. 
And I, I'm not telling you to break up. With, I'm not even telling you to move. I'm telling you to stay there and suffer, right? But I'm not telling you to break up with the guy. I'm saying since he's not trying to do the right thing, you want what's right. Why not at least separate, don't live together, and still date at a dis you know, date, no sex and all that crap. And, and, well, maybe, and maybe you would, uh, maybe that. God will help you to come out of it, and may, maybe he will follow. If not, it'll be over. Because we do have a separation between us, and we are not. No, you're not separated from him. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you wouldn't be struggling like this. Mm-hmm. But just suffer. Yeah, okay. yeah just suffer. <laughs> Maybe you'll pay way to you. Maybe that'll make you cry to God. Yes, sir. You're nice. Thank you. And you write nice music, by the way. And you sing good, too. You need to write another song, by the way, for the show. If anybody wants to call it for you know, if anybody wants to. I don't have uh, the equipment, so I don't know how to, like, Just produce. put the words down and come in and see you and make it okay. or something. All right? Uh, what do you think about that, Joel? Um, I mean, I just, to me, it just seems like she's not clear. No, she's clear. Oh, she's clear. Maybe it seems like she's not clear that she's clear. She doesn't, it seems like she doesn't know that she knows. That's what it seems like to me. You think she's retarded? No, she doesn't. (laughs) I just think she doesn't seem clear enough to make the decision. No, she see. I've been like that before with a woman. And I I knew I should be doing the right thing. But I was so addicted in that ego falling state. That I just made up excuses and stayed there and suffered. So, oh, we know. Maybe. She said inside of her is telling her what to do. <laughs> so she know, I, I can't take it. They're yelling at me. Everybody's going out. But just suffer until next Sunday. Okay. All right. Um, we out of time. Thank you all so much. This was amazing. Really so. <clears throat> And thank you all for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Uh, if you need counsel, we have the best counseling service. If you need counseling, come on in. We can talk private, privately. Uh, don't forget to support us. We need it, all right? And um, uh, thank you all for coming in. I really, really, I want you to relax and not be so serious about all this stuff, but just watch yourself. Don't, don't get mad all over again if you mess up or whatever. It's not a big deal. God is not judging you. He wouldn't have brought you this far to the light had he not cared, right? So he allow you to see. So just keep it simple. There's nothing that's a big deal. And God, oh, here's what God think of us. I forgot to say that. Um, the other day, it's a song too, but the other day I ride down the road, and I realized, wow, my life is nothing like it used to be, right? And for me, for him to allow me to see what I see, it literally like I'm in the world, but not of it. And I didn't know that this could really be possible. I read it in the Bible, heard for it. But after a while, tell me to hold on a minute. After a while, uh, you will, you will see that he loves you. He really, really does. And he would take care, but he would, it was like he would put you a bubble around you or something. And then he would just guide you. You start knowing things.